Chris. All right. Hello. Welcome to Mindless, where we just talk about things for hours on end about psychology and other relevant topics. I'm here, but I'm one of the co-hosts. How are you? I'm, are you good? And I'm Karim, the other co-host. Yes, and I'm vastly superior. How are you? That's arguable, but you know, we'll leave that to a different day. I'm doing <laughs> fine. How are you doing, Heather? I'm okay. I'm doing quite well. Okay. That's good to hear. Do you like manipulation? I uh, can't say that I do, to be honest. No, not necessarily. Hmm. I don't know. Do you like manipulation? I, can predict the I can't say I, I can't say I've used it, but mm. you know. Yeah, that's a good thing. I'd say that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, today's topic is going to be about manipulation. Surprise, surprise. And um, how about we start off on the basics? Hey, but what would you define as manipulation? Well, I think it's more of a, it's like a, if you've got two people, because we're talking about manipulation and relationships. So you've got mm -hmm. two people and there's a significant power imbalance in the relationship. The dynamic is bad, essentially. There's one person has significantly more power over the other and they gain that power through different techniques. Just to make the other person feel small and weak and like they can't leave the relationship. For example, mm -hmm. it can be something really small, like making aggressive jokes towards like your appearance, your personality, basically just anything to like to doubt yourself. So that you feel like you have to gain the other person's approval for things, whether it be clothes, the way you act, your humor, your just your your ways of showing affection, among other things. It mm -hmm. just makes you feel little and that you're completely powerless. That's the real aim. It's just to be powerless. I quite like that explanation, actually. The idea of a power dynamic. Mm -hmm. That imbalance where someone's got that control over another person, I guess you can say. Yeah. Yeah. It's just about power. That's what they, I feel they want. Sounds about right. As disgusting and horrible as it is, I think that is a good explanation of it. Yeah, yeah. So, um... We're going to be talking about around four different types of manipulation that we understand. Um, and I think the best one to start off with is the one I think everyone quite well averse with, and that's the victim card. Uh, I think you can mm -hmm. obviously infer what that means. Essentially, the victim card in a manipulative relationship is essentially where someone presents themselves as that victim, where in any type of situation, they're the one who's getting the bad end of a situation. Let's say, for example, um, you decide you want to go out with your friends and a person, whether it be a friend or a significant other, thinks that you're leaving them and says that you don't care about them. They make you feel guilty for your actions when your actions are completely rational and completely fine. Uh, I think all of us have probably experienced this victim card and it's a very toxic trait to have. Uh, unfortunately, not a lot of us actually speak up against it. I can say that I've experienced the victim card a few times in my life and mm. it was in that type of situation where I go out with a group of friends for example and there's one friend who doesn't come out with us because obviously you can't bring up all your friends to one gathering outside um you can't really go to any gathering outside anymore with COVID but regardless of that <laughs> um <laughs> I remember they uh they were super super angry with us and they started saying that you don't care about us uh that you like these people more than us and it makes you feel guilty. You, you can't help but feel guilty for doing that, you know. 
And that's why mm-hmm. I think it goes back to your definition of it's that power dynamic. They have that control over you. They have that control over your emotions and to play with it. And being good people, we kind of start to make ourselves believe in that as well, which is very, very yeah. scary to think about. What do you think on You're- that? You always want to be the good person and if you feel like you are hurting someone and you might not be he might be having a very healthy dynamic not dynamic i would say but what you're doing is healthy like Mm -hmm. just going out this is a generally a harmless thing to do you you're sort of trapped because it's like if i don't almost respect what that person's saying then i'm a bad person but Mm -hmm. i'm not happy when i do listen to it so you're stuck in a weird dilemma mm-hmm. and you feel com- um, sort of compelled to listen to you, this person that's trying to pull the victim card. And some people yeah. might not be, even be aware of it, but most do. And I think that's the main difference is that mm-hmm. they might not even bother. Like it might be something like, oh, okay. But the person will just instead say, you don't care about me. Why would you do this to me? Do you want mm-hmm. me to be hurt? And it can even go into like extreme things, like, um, like threatening to hurt yourself yeah. or others because yeah. of these supposed emotions you're going through. Mm-hmm. I think what kind of ties into feeling guilty or just having a distorted reality is gaslighting, where the mm-hmm. person will make the victim feel like they can't ju- have their own judgment and reality, and they can be like. That can be done with different things, like saying the person's over-exaggerating or like what their experiences aren't a big deal. Or they can just deny that the experience has ever happened. So you can say like, hey, why did you do this to my, uh, to like my parents or my friends? And they'll say, what are you talking about? I didn't do that. Or they can say, if in response to you saying, why did you do this to my parents or my friends? Oh, you're exaggerating. It wasn't a big deal. I was trying to be funny. I was trying to be this. It's just a Basically, joke. Chill. Yeah, it's just yeah. a joke, man. You can you chill. It's making you. So dist- <laughs> it's making you distort your judgment, so you feel yeah. like you can only look to them for answers because they have to be the right person to go to. They mm-hmm. know everything. They can do things for you when it's obviously not true, and they just did that themselves to you. Yeah. No, that's that's a very good explanation of it. Again, the idea of a power complex where they have that control over you, they make you doubt yourself to an extent. If No, not even to an extent. They just make you completely doubt what you think about yourself. And when you have a specific level of mistrust in yourself and you trust someone else more than yourself, that's a very sticky situation to get yourself out of. Because imagine mm-hmm. you're in a relationship with someone and they've been gaslighting you for a long amount of time obviously you think of this person as someone who's great and you'd never think they do such a thing on purpose because it's too horrible of a thing for anyone to do but unfortunately happens way too often but regardless Mm. of that you get used to the idea of you doubting yourself and trusting someone else's word over your own word what are you supposed to get out of that type of relationship you know if everything that they say you start to believe how are you going to believe yourself when you say to yourself well maybe they are doing this to me Maybe they are taking advantage of me. Maybe they are making me think that whatever I do is wrong and that they're always right. And that's a yeah. very scary thought to have. And it is. Mm. Because, I mean, there was a whole film based on it, I'm pretty sure. That was where the term came from, from yeah. what I saw. That was the whole premise of the term. And it's just the woman in the film questions her own reality because she's well manipulated. It's scary when you can't trust yourself. Mm-hmm. 
like you just feel out of control and i guess that's the intention yeah so wait what, what do you mean about this movie I, i've never heard about this from I'm pretty basically from what i've read is that the term gaslighting came from a film called gaslight and mm -hmm. i don't remember it fully but it was, i didn't watch it either it was just basically there was this guy and this woman um this woman that i think they were a couple and the husband would um well gaslight by saying things hadn't happened mm -hmm. um to the woman and yeah. this just made her question her like sanity and judgment mm -hmm. so that thing from the film that's where the term came from yeah because it was another type of manipulation i don't know that's actually kind of interesting mm. i was reading up about on this and i found a term called the relational predator what does that mean yeah, this one is uh, boils my blood. This one I really, really hate. Um, mm -hmm. So relational predator, essentially, from the word itself, you can understand. It's someone who preys on some of your relationships with other people. It's that type yes. of person that tries to push you away from other people. It kind of fits into the victim card or goes hand in hand with the victim card. They don't want you to be with other people. They want you to see them as the most important person in your life. And for yeah. that reason, the way they seep into that position is they make you think, should you go out with your friends today? No, I've spent too much time with my friends. Maybe I, should, I shouldn't go with them. Or they start spreading rumors and, and backbiting or slandering people behind their backs. Not, they don't, it doesn't have to be, even like, be that explicit. They might say, oh, I heard this thing about someone. I'm not 100% sure. But it plants that little seed in your head where you start doubting uh, that person. When you see them, all you can think about is, well, this person that I trust a lot, this person that I know quote-unquote air quotes heavily loves me or respects me or cares for me they told me about this shouldn't i be concerned should i start thinking this person is maybe not who they seem when in reality ironically enough it's the person who put that seed in your mind who's not what they seem and uh. i think as explicit and as harsh as it is the word predator is very very fitting they prey on your weakness in turn and obviously it's not your fault but they prey on your weakness of trusting other people compared to the trust you have for that person. Of course. It's just, it's, again, all of these are scary. But it, the thing with this one that makes it kind of different is that it eliminates your other support systems. Mm -hmm. And it's not even the uh, manipulator who's directly doing it, it's you. Yeah. Obviously, it's not your fault, but you don't know any better. So yeah. you will distance yourself from family, from friends, from just even your, like, I guess, professional support systems, if it gets that bad. Mm -hmm. because you don't trust yourself you think oh this person's right i should just why am i with these people they're not good when mm -hmm. that's not the case yeah they just want that's you isolated really that's a re really good point the idea of the fact that once you push all those people away people who because you know the idea this, this applies for everything you mm -hmm. never view yourself in an objective manner unless you're like some magician you always have some sort of bias towards yourself. And I always say that the best way when you're in a decision that you don't know what to do is ask someone who's not really connected to that decision, you know? Because they can yeah. see it in an objective manner. They're like, okay, this is obviously the best situation. Um, I'll give you an example. For example, my mom is a life coach. She helps people in terms of their situations, with the relationships with other people, with their spouses, with their jobs to help them make the best decision. Obviously, she's not intertwined in their lives. But the yeah. fact that she can take a step back and objectively view the best option for them, that's the best way to go around something like that. And mm -hmm. to, be, to, to take away that type of support system where that can be applied 
is very dangerous because then you're it stuck is. and you have to re-establish those relationships but having that person who's still holding you back that entire time it's very difficult to get those relationships as before to identify the fact that you initially pushed them away and you have to bring them back so it's a very very sticky situation and also they don't the pe- the people that you've pushed away they don't have to come back into your life because you mm-hmm. yeah. unwill- unwillingly sure but you did a bad thing yeah. so they have like the right to not come back into your life and that makes things a lot worse for you yeah so we've gone through some examples. Mm-hmm. Why do people do it then? There's a lot of reasons people do it. I think the most obvious one I would say is people's insecurities about themselves. I think people mm-hmm. have such a doubt about how they would suffice in a relationship or satisfy someone else in a relationship. They feel so scared that they're going to push you away or that they're not enough for you that they feel like they have to trap you in it. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, w- I want to see your opinion on this. Do you think people do it on purpose? Obviously, there are people who do it on purpose. But do you think there's also people who kind of do it subconsciously just based off that fear alone that they won't survive in that type of relationship with you? What do you see, think? I think that can be the case. I know in a lot of situations, it's like intentional because yeah. they're aware they want that the power dynamic. Sorry. But in some cases, because like you said, with the insecurities, mm-hmm. You've when you're insecure, you tend to feel like you're out of control. Mm-hmm. And when you're in a relationship, that you or with any kind of issue, you're going to take control of what you can. So if you're able yeah. to control your partner or your friend, that is going to feel very beneficial to you. You're going to feel this sense of security, power, mm-hmm. and that kind of makes you more stable. When in reality, you should be going to counseling or therapy for that problem but yeah. you you don't think that you think of a short-term solution that short-term solution is manipulation yeah in order the best to way to explain it i would say is like you've got them what's the phrase where they wrapped around your finger or something yeah wrapped around your finger yeah yeah you've got them wrapped around your finger clinging to you and that makes you feel secure in that sense and so you you know that those insecurities you have they're not going to get expressed if that person's so into you obviously not just in a relationship with a spouse but so focused on you it's very unlikely for them to pull themselves away most people in those types of toxic relationships often if not all the time need some sort of support system externally to get out of that type of situation so i would say yeah yeah that's definitely one of the reasons and speaking of that here's this is something personal for me i Mm. had this friend that i knew probably when i was 11 but when mm-hmm. it got to about when we were 14-ish, the friendship, it was on and off as it is. It went south from there, where mm-hmm. she did all the things above. They, they yeah. did all the things above that, I've, that we've talked about. And I didn't know any better. I would say because I'm dumb, but I can't even say it's because of that. I was just oh. like that attached, emotionally uh, attached. I, I, I think you're not expecting... Why, why would you assume someone would do such a thing, honestly? I don't, I don't think it's your fault. I don't think yeah. anyone in that type of position can say that's ever their fault so no it's not because you're dumb it's it's a situation it's where you'd never expect someone to do such a thing but fortunately it does I happen i wouldn't say it was my fault i would say that it was just kind of an unavoidable thing however it caused me to push like the well, uh, rela- relational predator thing please right now oh my bad um that's not good with 
with the relational predator, it caused me to push away my friends, or like one of like my other good friends, completely. And when I be by by planting seeds into my head, like, oh, this person says you're this, this person says you're that. I was like, okay, let me cut ties with them. And they were very on it, making sure that I did it so that I could get rid of my support systems. Mm -hmm. And it took um, it took them to cut me off themselves because I was being the, the bad one, so to speak. I was being the one that was um, like guilt trippy and clingy and just generally detrimental. Mm. We like I can establish that that wasn't the case, mm. but when you're being told that, it does give you a moment to like, am I a bad person? Which is what they probably wanted me to believe. I know better now, but mm -hmm. that I think that's just like a clear cut example. And it was very, I'm very grateful. My friend let me back in, let me back into their life, mm. and they didn't have to, but that really helped a lot. Mm. But no, at the end of it, yeah. hmm? sorry, that's, that's, at the no, end no, of fine. it. <laughs> no, no, you continue, you continue. The delay okay. on this is always going to be annoying. It's fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but at the end of it, like probably when I was leaving secondary school, mm -hmm. it, when I saw the signs happen again, because I was, I don't know why, I became friends with them again, maybe for a sense of security. But when I saw the signs happening again, I knew immediately like, Mm -mm, don't do yeah. that. Don't do that. I'm dipping. I'm Step dipping. out of it. I'm out of that. I'm dipping. Yeah. And I am so much happier now. Yeah. I'm so much happier. No, that's very good. That's very brave of you as well to say. I have to say that. I respect that a lot because to identify yourself being in that type of situation and I'd say exposing yourself, saying that you were in that type of situation and it was very harmful is a really brave thing to do. Yeah, and I think the way you dealt with it, obviously there's trip ups, there's slip ups, but seeing the signs again and you were able to instantly move away from that. That's that's a really good way of ensuring you never get back into it. But yeah. Mm. Mm. So on that note, what would you say? What would you do? Like I did a lot of, the thing where yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot I'm of strategies. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. Can I just <laughs> say something as well? A few, a few, like a minute ago. Your voice cut out for me completely. If if you guys don't know as well, this isn't like face to face. Obviously, with COVID, it's online, and I have the poopiest network connection <laughs> in the existence ever. Like it's the absolute worst. So for a moment, when you were talking about what what happened with you, it cut off. But I'm back. Thankfully, I'm oh, back. Oh dear. Yeah. So <laughs> please mind if we cut each other off. It's not because we're annoying, but it's just because you know it happens with the delay. We're not but, um, that rude. Yeah, so as we're you were saying, yeah, we're not that. It's arguable how rude we are, but we're not that level. Not that level. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, can you do to help yourself out of that type of situation? Do not. Well, the thing is, push yourself out, right? Yeah. Um, I think Kim will explain this quite a, quite a bit better than me because she's been in that type of situation. The only thing I would ever say is, first of all, you're Go instinct would be rush out that type of situation. You will not be able to do that at all. It's yeah. very difficult to get out of that type of situation in one jump 
just like, for example, if someone's suffering from addiction, it's always step by step by step. But Heather, you can take this away and explain it. You've got the experience, so go ahead. Well, I wouldn't say to do what I did because I went back to the sort of manipulator in the situation. However, if you do end up being like me and doing that, as <laughs> basically, as soon as you, you see any trend of their past behavior, you've got to just like, well, dip. You've got to dip. You've got to go, go back to your ex proper support systems, your more healthy relationships, and just mm -hmm. leave that out of your life because you don't need it at all. Yeah. You really don't. So, mm -hmm. like, I don't know. You might not remember what that you would do. You might have repressed it. But if you feel like, hey, something isn't right, it's probably not. Yeah. Don't do it. And if trust you have trust your gut, yeah. If you haven't mm -hmm. gone back to the person, don't go back. Mm -hmm. Like don't. Just keep all the contacts locked. Don't interact with if you go to a setting where you have to like interact with them at times, keep it brief. And don't let it extend past any boundaries that you can set for yourself. Yeah, and if it, they do, that's a sign. No, just yeah. don't stop all contact completely. Mm -hmm. As like one said, stop, don't touch me there. This is my nona square. <laughs> this is my nona square. I can't believe you would say that. I can't. Oh, believe that was one of those inspirational quotes I saw on Facebook. Yeah, I use the Facebooks and the TikTok. Yeah, oh, you boomer. Yeah, <laughs> pretty, you boomer. Hip with this type of stuff. But yeah, um, no, I think that was a very good, that was a good explanation of what you should do. And um, always reach out to someone, I think, mm -hmm. is this yeah. cliche, super, super, duper cliche. But if you have that support network, take advantage of it. But um, yeah. yeah, I think uh, a, good, a good thing to say would be um, always remember that your own self-worth and value comes before anyone else's, no matter who they are. You may see them as the greatest person ever, but your self-worth comes before that. That's not selfishness, that's self-respect. You can't leave. No one else can do it for you. You can't get someone to take you out of a situation. It's only you who can do it. And for that, yeah. you need to know your self-worth. Exactly. I think we, we'll end it there. That yeah. was good. Yeah. I'll we'll see you in the next one, man. Upsetting sadness away. We'll leave that away. Yes. Maybe right. later we'll we will come back and ruin your day. We'll also now, argue about that thing you said at the start about who's more superior. But it's fine, you know what? We'll leave it out of the podcast. <laughs> Otherwise, they might hear some aggressive terms. That's all. Hmm, okay. All right. Well, yeah. we're going to leave. Oh, we're going to leave it there. Yeah, um, we'll leave see you in the next there. one. All right.